0: 97.5 WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Jenny. And of course, you know, the tribe, they always have an opinion. And of course, they wanted to chime in on the summer to winter ratio.
1: So the question is, how many full years of summer would you need in order to offset a full year of winter? So you get X amount of full years of summer in a row, but then you have one full year of winter. How many... What's the ratio, yeah. Cheryl? Do you want to start?
2: Five to one.
1: Woo hoo! Five years of summer.
2: Yeah, because that's how much I hate winter. <laughs> really?
1: Oh, you I don't hate. think you'd miss it? Like after, like the second or third?
2: Exactly. What would, would there be to miss? <laughs> <laughs> uh, My slush. <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. Ice. <laughs> I mean, really? Cold. Cold. I mean. Yeah.
1: So five, five years to five years of summer would would. Yeah. make one year of winter manageable. I look,
3: I, I look much better a little, little a little
1: tan. Yeah. little <laughs> tan, yeah. You look good no matter what.
3: I'd say two or three to one because I also can't stand winter, but I can appreciate the fact that I'm not sweating. All the bugs are dead. I can bundle up in a blanket. This is a good point. That's those good hell, are yeah. those are nice things. Yeah. Like, I love summer. I love fall. <laughs> but one thing I do like about winter is I like that I I don't like being sweaty and gross. And I don't have that in the winter. Really so good I, take. I appreciate that while it's here.
1: Really good take. Lydia?
4: This might be controversial, but I was going to say six months of summer to a year of winter.
1: Whoa, you like winter more than summer.
4: Because uh, I can't stand the heat. I hate being hot. Like, I hate being overheated. It stresses me out, and I don't like sweating. I love my cozy sweaters, and I love curling up with, like, a hot coffee. You can't drink hot coffee as much in the summer. Okay. Not in my... (laughs) I'm
1: not saying yes or no, but okay. Okay.
4: But I, I enjoy winter a lot more than I do being overheated in the summer. I'm also a fall person, so I really don't like this question. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lydia. Yeah,
1: they have it. The tribe has spoken. You, you
0: know what's interesting, too, is that we all live in the Northeast, and we all put up with winter. But how many people really hate winter?
1: It's crazy. You, you know what it is? I, I think you hate it until you go through a summer and then you're ready for it again. True enough. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. that's sort of where this question came from, for me anyway. It was like, how many summers could I get through before I'm craving winter? And Mm -hmm. I really don't think, at least for me, I don't think like five summers I think would be torturous. As much as Mm -hmm. I love the mopedding, the camping, the hiking, I think like after max three, I'd be like, okay, I am sick and tired of being sticky, sweaty, and eaten alive by mosquitoes.
0: Yeah, you know, and there is a point like at the end of August, we're kind of looking forward to fall. It's like, eh, okay, I've had enough beach time.
1: Oh, I am a sucker for fall. Mm -hmm. If I could live in fall year-round, I I mean it 100%, I would live fall year-round.
0: Well, Logan, I don't want to get rid of you or anything, but there must be a place that's fall year round. I was just about to ask you that, that <laughs> exact I was
1: just about to say I mean, to you, where in the world is year round fall?
0: Like summer, year round, San Diego, right? Yeah. Uh, but Too hot fall. for me. Where's fall
1: year round? Hmm. I'm about to Google this in between the songs. <laughs>
0: It's 97.5 WOKQ, your number one for New Country. Good morning, Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. How are you today? How are you? Happy Friday. What's up with Dad? How are you? I, I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> I'm in a good mood, so i got to say something that makes me happy.
1: Do you have weekend plans that, uh sorry to put you on the spot. Well,
0: you know, it's my daughter's birthday. We have a lot of birthdays in January. We have more birthdays in January than any other month. It's my daughter's birthday coming up. So I think we're going to... Head out to Western Mass to see them. And the little baby.
1: Oh, you have seen the baby? That always makes me happy. What's the deal? Is he talking yet?
0: Yeah, talking, walking, running. Are you kidding? Oh, really? He's 18 months old now.
1: Okay. You could say 18 months. You could say two years. You could say anything you want. I have no <laughs> clue a baby's timeline. Kira's going to get here, and I'm going to be like, so like... Is he eating on his own?
0: The, the <laughs> yeah. conversations between you and Kira are going to be hy- hysterical.
1: I have no clue yes. what babies do at what time of their yes. lives.
0: Anyway, he's um he's a wild man toddler now. He's he's a, he's all over the place. Wow, that'll he's be awesome. fun. So much fun. So much fun. And uh I tell you what else is fun is the mind bender. We got a good question for you today. And if you feel like we asked it before, we did not. We asked a similar question, but not the same one, and it's a different answer.
1: Well said, Ginny. 20% of Americans have one of these in their car right now. What is it? Do you know it? Ginny, Ginny, you know Not, I know not it. you. You listening. <laughs> I'm talking to you. 20% of Americans have one of these in their car right now. 603-749-0975. Those are our digits. You're playing today for a gift card to the Temple Street Diner. WOKQ, who's this? Mike. Hey, Mike. 20% of Americans have one of these in their car. What is it? Toothbrush. Uh-huh.
5: <laughs> that was the
1: answer about two weeks ago. It's It said, like, 20% of people have this in their glove compartment. Toothbrush was the answer for that one. It's not the answer for this one, though. Okay. All right, hang up and try again. Thank you. You are on the right path with the toiletry item, though. Mm-hmm. W-O-K-Q, who's this?
6: Ray from
1: Rake It. right, Rake It. 20% of Americans have one of these in their car. It's not a toothbrush.
7: Okay, I'm gonna go with a snowbrush.
1: Uh, that's, that's, I honestly, I bet that's more. I bet like 70%. Well. But
0: only in the winter. I
1: knew you were gonna say that. That's why I said, well. Either way, Ray, not the answer, man.
0: Great have thing. an all- have a great- awesome dude. weekend.
1: Double D-O-K-Q, who's this? Doug. All right, Doug, 20% of Americans have one of these in their car. What is it?
5: Would it be a snow <laughs> or an ice scraper?
1: Yeah, a snow brush, ice scraper. Great, great guess, Doug. Uh, caller, before you said the same thing. Good guess, not the answer, though. Okay,
0: thank you. Have a good day.
1: See you, Doug. You too. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. bye right, Jane, what do you think? Hits a clock.
0: Yeah, hint- hits o'clock for Let's sure. do it. 20%
1: mm-hmm. of Americans have one of these in their car right now. We know it's kind of a toiletry item, but this toiletry item in your car is used in case of an emergency, Yeah, right? Uh, yes. yeah, A big emergency, emergency. you are about to say. <laughs> 603-749-0975. 20% of Americans have one of these in their car right now. 603-749-0975. Get the... Good morning Stephanie. You're on with Kieran Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Hello.
7: Hello. What's
1: poppin'? What are you doing?
7: Uh on the way
1: to work. Oh, uh, where where' where's work for you?
7: Uh Dover, New Hampshire. What do you do? I am a nursing assistant. Awesome.
1: Did you think we were gonna interrogate you this morning?
7: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. We'll stop, don't worry. Twenty percent of Americans have one of these in their car. What is it?
7: Um, how about a roll of toilet
4: paper?
1: How about Stephanie. Stephanie, that's the right answer.
7: Oh, perfect. Yeah.
1: Do you have one of those?
7: I do not. I
1: have paper towels, though. Paper towels? Do you have kids? Yep. Yeah. I feel like kids and paper towels go hand in hand. Totally. They're multi-use for everything. As you're leaving the house, you hand each kid a roll of paper towels. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Yes. And wipes. Stephanie, congrats. You're getting a gift card to the Temple Street Diner. Uh, Thanks so much for waking up with Kira and Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny on 97.5 WOK.
0: fry. I call it a fried day because yeah. it's been a long
1: week. I got it. Hey, Ginny, happy Friday. I'm in a great mood. <laughs> not that Ginny's not in a good mood, but she was a like, yeah, it's a fried day. I'm like, fried <laughs> day? Oh, oh, you're feeling fried. All right. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll yeah. get through it. Kind of a long week, but
0: I got a lot of good stuff to tell you about. Starting with Arlington, Massachusetts, right down the street from us, three teens, Sean Hogan, James Angel, and Rugved Parasak. They were recognized for aiding a stranger in distress. Now, we ha- we've been talking about teens a lot lately. And I love these stories because, you know, our teens are our future, right? True. These guys were driving along and noticed a person in the car was in some kind of distress. They stopped. They realized something was wrong, called 911 and stayed with the stranger until help arrived. And oh. then when the police came, they helped the officers get the driver out of the car. Oh, really? So they didn't, like, just take off and say, okay, cool, they got it. Wow. No. So anyway, they they got commendations by the city of Arlington, Mass, for kindness, compassion, helping a stranger in need, exemplifying good moral character. And Arlington police said they are so proud of them.
1: Shout out to those teens in Arlington. Isn't that
0: cool? I love that. So this is a great story about a family flying from Mexico to New Jersey. They were surprised by a kind stranger on their flight who actually crocheted their five-month-old daughter, Romy, a hat. Here's Romy's mom, Kelly Levine, and the woman who crocheted the hat, Megan Rubin, talking about the cute experience. Here's how it went down.
3: It was Romy's first flight. Ended up taking a liking to this woman next to us. The woman was crocheting, and Romy was just obsessed with it. I had the same color
6: yarn as her little outfit, and
3: I was like, oh my god, this baby is getting something.
2: I'm like, I did it! Here, hat! Let's see if it's this baby.
6: And it did, and it was really sweet. It was just a nice moment. Wait a minute! Ah, isn't she, that
1: cute? She crocheted a hat on the flight. Yeah. What the heck?
0: Well, she, it was kind of a long flight, Mexico to New Jersey, but.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but she probably had it, it. Depends on what part of Mexico, but. Uh, but no, like she was probably crocheting for her. She was probably making a sweater for herself or something. She said, "Let yeah. me put that on pause and get this baby a hat." Yeah, isn't that the that's cutest cute. that's ever? Cute.
0: I love it, and that's the good stuff on ninety-seven-five WOKQ. Yeah.
1: It's time for Famous People Doing Stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Famous People Doing Stuff is brought to you by Merchants Auto and Hooks in New Hampshire.
5: We are rolling down the road at 10 after 11 tonight. We're going to do vocals on The Mockingbird and the Crow. And that is the album title for my next album.
1: So if you don't know, that is Hardy. Uh, he just released a short documentary called The Mockingbird and the Crow and it follows him from, uh, location to location during his tour. It's basically a behind the, behind the scenes sneak peek at what it means to be an artist, what he does. In the clip you could hear him saying that he's driving, it was 11pm, so he probably just finished a show and was going to another show. Um, again, that's called, be, uh, excuse me, it's called Becoming the Crow. It's available everywhere. It's only 22 minutes. I will likely be watching that tonight.
0: I think he's brilliant. I really do.
1: He's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're if you not on board with Hardy yet, get on board. He's a cool dude. He's kind of like a, I don't even want to compare him to an artist, but uh, like a jelly roll rock mixed with a Morgan Wallen party energy. He's just a great artist and a great guy as well. Yep. Um, what else do I have for you today? Sorry. Speaking of Jelly Roll, this is what I have for you. Jelly Roll went in front of Congress yesterday and spoke. I had no clue. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So this first clip is how he started uh, his speaking in front of Congress.
5: Forgive me. I'm a little nervous. I'm used to having a rock and roll band behind me when I have a microphone in front of me.
1: Also, I found out that his uh what is, do you know what his real name is? Jason DeFord? I didn't know that. (laughs) Jason. Jason. His real name is Jason DeFord. Anyway, he uh, gives up a really heartbreaking yet serious statistic uh, during his talk with Congress. Uh, Here it is.
5: During the time that I've been given to share my testimony here, I think it's important to note before I start that in these five minutes I'll be speaking that somebody in the United States will die of a drug overdose. And it is almost a 72% chance that during those five minutes it will be fentanyl related. So Jelly Roll was obviously mm.
1: speaking about fentanyl to Congress uh, trying to pass a bill. He goes on to say, I encourage you all to not only pass the bill, but I encourage you to bring it up where it matters at the kitchen table. And, you know, he during his time, he spoke about many friends that he's lost uh, to the drug. And I like that he says he, you need to bring it up at the kitchen table, you know, saying this is a scary topic, like many topics in the world. This is a scary topic, but it's one that needs to be brought up, not hid behind closed doors, not let's sweep it under the rug, not let's try to take care of it privately let's make it out and open, this is a serious, serious drug and we all need to talk about it at the kitchen table
0: yeah, and good
1: good for him, good for him for sticking for him up, him right, sticking up, yeah. jelly Roll just impresses me day after day with his work in the criminal system, speaking in front of Congress just everything that he does, the 5k before May, he's just an awesome guy, he's one of us, that's what I love about him, yeah, that's exactly right Kane Brown offering up a sneak peek at a new song here it is Cause I'm
6: going
1: That's an unnamed song. I don't even know what it's about. I have to tell you the truth. But it's a Fresh Music Friday, so, you know, we're giving you all the clips. Uh, Tom Brady finally releasing a statement on Bill Belichick, who went had a press release yesterday at noon because he is leaving the Patriots. Uh, Tom goes on to say on Instagram, I could never have been the player I was without you, Coach Belichick. I'm forever grateful, and I wish you best of luck in wherever you choose next. Hmm. So who knows where Billy's going to go, but uh, everybody in New England saying goodbye to Bill Belichick the dynasty coach for the New England Patriots. Uh, Belichick actually had something hilarious. I don't know if you caught this, Jenny. He said before his media release, he said, I haven't seen this many cameras since we signed Tim Tebow. Ah. <laughs> which which is like a, a blast from the past because I even forgot that we I did too. signed Tim Tebow for a hot minute. Uh, last but not least, it is NFL Wild Card weekend. Games start tomorrow at 4.30 with the Browns and Texans. Following that, I think it's going to be the game of the weekend, which is the Dolphins and the Chiefs. We'll see if Taylor Swift makes an appearance on the screen. I don't really care if she does. That's <laughs> all I got for the famous people doing stuff on 97.5 WOK. So you went out on a date. And it felt really right
0: Should have locked that thing down Now they're nowhere inside was it what you said You were left on bread It's not fair, just ain't right Yeah, you want a second date Logan
7: are here to help you.
8: That's right. Hey, Taylor, you're on with Kira and Logan in the morning. How are you? I'm all right. How are you guys? Good, thanks. I was just telling Logan off the air that I love your name. That's so unique. Yeah, you know, my mom.
1: (laughs) Shout out to mom.
8: Shout out to mama. Yeah. All right. Well, we aren't here to compliment you, even though that's always fun. Um, You're here for Second Date Update. So let us know what's going on with Blake. Fill us in.
6: Yeah. um, So we met at a brewery Um, He was working. I was with my whole company. Like, we had, like, this outing. And um, we all went for these after-work drinks. I was really hanging out at the bar. Like, we were nonstop flirting. And I... Like, it wasn't just me. He was sending it right back, you know? Mm -hmm. A two-way street. Um, Yeah. Like, it was, like, tense in a good way. And it was... I don't know. I gave him my number, and he started texting... Like right away, nonstop. And then we went to dinner the following week. And it was a really good time. Like, we had like the best time. And it was like drinks and dinner. And it was like joking around and stuff. And like this kind of a steamy makeout session at the end of the night. How
3: Steamy. Yeah. And I, I don't
6: know. It seemed like he was going to ask me back to his place. But, he, you know, he's a little more reserved than me, I guess. And. I don't know. I kind of think that's sweet because most guys just, you know, they just want to use you and whatever. And he was like a really good guy.
8: But you were kind of hoping for an invite back to his place, it sounds like.
6: It seemed like it was going there because we had been texting a lot. Like, even though that was the first, like, official date, we had flirted that whole time before and, like, we had been talking the whole week. So it just didn't feel like I just met him, you
1: know? And Taylor, do you think that the texting was reciprocated? Like, was it too much texting perhaps for him? And, you know, little, little too much too fast?
6: I don't think so. I mean, I read back over the stuff, like, a lot. I don't know. I, did, I didn't read anything that seemed crazy.
1: All right. Well, have no fear. Kira and Logan are here.
6: <laughs> All right. So what's going to
8: happen now, Taylor, is you're going to give us Blank's number. We'll play a few songs. And we're really going to try to get him on the phone and, and see what's up and see why he hasn't been getting back to you. And hopefully it's a big fat misunderstanding and we'll send you two on a second date that we, the radio station, not Logan and I, will pay for. How does all that sound? (laughs) That sounds really good. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Taylor. Hang on. Second date update on number one for new country, 97.5 WOK. Number one for New Country, 97.5 WOKQ. We're Kira and Logan in the morning. Second date update brought to you by Premier Roofing, serving southern and central New Hampshire, the Lakes region, and now northern Massachusetts. Visit PremierRoofersNH.com. Hey, Blake, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How's it going for you? Oh, thank you for asking. We're doing all right. Um, thank you for agreeing to come on the air for Second Date Update. We don't want to take too much of your time, so we're going to jump right into it. Uh, we've been in touch with Taylor. She is a listener, a fan of the show, and she had such a good time on her date with you. But isn't hearing back now. So what gives?
7: Uh, well, I mean, everything was great uh, initially. You know, there was a lot of chemistry. Uh, she was all over me, you know what I mean, in like a positive way. And it wasn't even like, uh, I'm pretty good at reading people. So it, it didn't feel like she was normally like that. You know what I mean? So I felt like we had a connection. And then, uh, you know, at the end of the date, you know, we get to the kiss and we're making out, you know, and, and I'm, I'm thinking this is fantastic. <laughs> and, th- and then she spit into my mouth. <laughs> what?
8: On purpose?
7: Yeah, she, like, pulled my head back, like, to open my mouth up and, like, dropped it in. Like, what? It was so
6: mistaken. <laughs> like a loogie?
7: Did you like it? Uh, I I don't know that I can even give an honest answer whether I liked it or not. It was just so shocking. Uh, I was not prepared for it. Okay. I feel like if you're going to do that to somebody, like even if they're into it, like you should give them a heads up. No, ah, no, but, no, yeah, no.
8: but how do no, you? How no. do you in the moment?
7: Yeah, I don't know. I I, I didn't feel like it was going to happen. <laughs> <Did> it, <laughs> did it, it, I felt it happening. Uh, you know, uh, that moment was not a. Uh, I don't know. It was it was not normal. It was, it freaked me out.
8: Did it take you out of the moment? Like after the uh, spit in the mouth happened, was it just like not something you could get past? You were like, I can't believe that just happened. I'm mentally not here anymore.
7: Well, that yeah, that is basically because what my thought was, you know, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe that happened. And like we're outside of the house, you know what I mean? We're in public view. So if that's <laughs> the way that she's going to behave when people can see us, like what is she going
1: to do with, when we're like alone, alone? Mm. That is such a good question. She is baby birding you. She is mama birding you until, <laughs> until you are full, my
7: friends. And hey, look, I'm not a prude. You know what I mean? But I want to know. I want to know what's going to happen if something way out of the ordinary is just going to pop up. And, and, you know, I got zero warning, so
1: that was just something that was like, man. Blake, something out (laughs) of the ordinary is about to happen right now. Okay. Okay, Taylor is on the other line. She heard absolutely everything you said. We're going to bring her in and hash this out, okay? All right.
8: At least we warned you, unlike her.
1: Okay, Taylor, come on in. (laughs) Hi. So... I mean, I just have to ask right away. Did you spit in Blake's mouth?
6: Well, yeah, absolutely. Of course I did. Like, in that moment, it just seemed like the right
8: thing to do. I'm not coming from a place of judgment, but I'm really, I'm honestly just curious. Have you received good feedback from other men that you've done that with? Or is that something that people are into now? Guys like
6: that, I guess. Like, in my experience, they have.
1: Okay, cool. I mean, you wouldn't have done it if you haven't received positive feedback, right?
6: Well, it was getting hot and heavy, and I thought that that was, like, a sign of, like, yeah, it's going to the next level right now, you know?
7: I I don't feel like that's the next level. I feel like there are several levels between where we were kissing and you craning my neck back and dropping a lube down my throat.
6: (laughs) Luke. I don't think you understand how many guys would want that to happen to them
7: well I mean it's filthy for sure you know like but I, I gotta have a heads up like I, I had no idea that I was when i on a first date on a first date it you know, that, like I it feel was like going it's going there
6: it was going there i don't know it just felt like I don't, <laughs> know. I
7: don't know what I could have possibly have done to signify I'd spit in my mouth I don't know what I could have done. I wish that I knew so that I could stop myself from sending out that bat signal in the future. Uh oh. And like in the right moment, it could be hot. You know, it could be. But at the end of the first date, I mean, like I said, just drastic. It, I was it caught me off guard, totally unprepared. So you're
8: saying she should keep that one in her bag of tricks and maybe bust it out a little later down the line.
7: I'll say this. If it was like a major motion picture that she was advertising, like that part would have made it in the trailer because that's one of the most extreme parts. Uh You got to put that in the trailer. You got to warn people about that. That it's not something
1: that you just do without
8: consent. Disclaimer: I'm about to hawk a loogie in your pie hole.
1: I disagree so much. You can't. <laughs> you, you can't bring that up. I, I mean, how do you? How do you go back from that kind of conversation? That is a in the moment. You got to feel it. Mm,
6: yeah. I mean, I don't think
7: there's. I'm a gonna hard disagree with you there. Hard well, disagree because like if you go into the action, like what can you do to come back from the action?
1: Yeah, I don't know if you can ask and come back from the ask.
8: Yeah. Right, can I spin your mouth? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, this is hilarious, and uh, I hope no one, nobody has hurt feelings or anything right now. What we are going to do is offer a second date up to Blake. Blake, would you be interested in going on a second date that we, the radio station, pay for to the GOAT? You obviously have heard Taylin, what she has to say. What's your opinion, Blake? Yeah, as long as she never does that again. Yeah.
6: Uh, honestly, I don't know. He can't handle me spitting in your mouth. You can't handle the rest of me. Oh, it's damn. It's not really going to work
1: out, I don't think. Taylor, God love you. God bless you. I'm sure yeah. that there are going to be many men out there who are going to be hitting us up for your number, which we will not give out.
0: But yes, we won't. Yeah, well, I'm good for now, but thank you so much. 97.5 WOKQ. It's Kieran Logan in the morning with the side of Jenny. Good morning. So the tribe's still in here, and you know, they always have opinions. But Lydia, who is so well-spoken, by the way, she has a question for the room.
4: Alright, so I had a little party a few weeks ago, and I had a bunch of people over that my roommates don't know. And my roommate, Jimmy, had just gotten new pans for Christmas, new, like, sheet pans. I was cooking for a lot of people. And these people, once I took the garlic bread out, decided to cut into these new sheet pans with a knife.
1: So they put knife marks on the new pans? Knife
4: marks on his brand new pans. And he wasn't here, he was on a two week trip with his, like, best friends who he doesn't, who he only sees in the summer. I looked everywhere to replace them before he came back, couldn't find anything. But my question is, if this happens to you, then do you did I should I have replaced it earlier or have told them about it earlier? What do you think, Meg? I would be honest, but I would obviously say
3: like I'm taking charge of this and I'll make sure that somehow, some way they get replaced. Because if I was away and that happened, I would be frustrated. But if my roommate was like, "Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm completely owning up to it." I'm looking for it now. I'm going to I'm going to buy something for you. I would be like, "Okay, well that's fair. At least you're going to the effort to like remedy the situation versus if you're like, "Oh, this happened. I'm sorry. Too bad." Like I'd be more offended by that. But it sounds like you're putting the effort to try to fix it. So, like I'd be bummed that my, you know, kitchen supplies got damaged, but I'd be happy that you were, you know, trying to fix it as best you can.
1: What do you think, Cheryl?
2: I agree with both of them. I think the fact that you're proactive and you're owning up to it and then you're saying you'll go replace the destroyed item, I think that's absolutely the thing to do.
1: Lydia, here's a question. Mm -hmm. Are you charging the other people who actually ruined the pan, or are you taking Mm -hmm. full responsibility?
4: I am taking full responsibility because I am not close with all the people that were at the apartment that ruined the pan. So I feel like I can't text this group chat that I just got put in, and like that I was just kind of offered up to host because... had a large enough apartment, and and my roommates were going to be there, so it was fine, Um, but I don't feel like I can ask
1: them. Do you know the price of the pans?
4: I don't think it's, like, terribly expensive, but they're, like, nice pans, I always feel bad when someone, like, got a Christmas gift from their mom, and then I, like, ruined it.
1: Yeah, I would offer... I would find the pans and say, I can replace the pans, or you can have the monetary value.
0: I would ask him where... Uh, where he got them Mm -hmm. and then buy the exact same ones. Mm -hmm.
3: Another question are these pans his exclusively or are they sort of like anyone in the house can use them?
1: That's a great question because that changes it.
4: Loving that he put them in the shared space when he got them back like when he came back from Christmas break. He put them in the shared like bottom oven drawer so to me, that means you don't fair have to game. replace
1: them. That's it. No, you're good. If, if he put those into the donation pile, they're really scratched up. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's what you get, though. If you're living with other people and you say use my stuff, and you don't put guidelines on it, but has he announced no knives on my pants? No, right. He hasn't. Right. So I mean, I th- I think this completely changes it. If Whoa. if they're not just his, if these are communal, this changes it drastically.
0: Are they? Yeah. Are they pants that? Um, he expected to only use himself or did he Did he expect it? I to don't
4: think him? so. I think he's a little weird about like sharing things and like like his stuff versus everyone else's uh. stuff so that's why I'm erring on the side of caution with it but
1: I don't know. If they were just his to use just his to use, replace if he right away said anybody can use these, that's unfortunately that's on him. Your friends are stupid for using knives on it but like yeah. if he opened it up for use, meh Yeah, like I said, I I think it's on him. There you have it. The tribe has spoken.
0: On 97.5 WOKQ. Well, there we have it. I will say.
1: What will you say? It's a
0: dilemma. It's a dilemma with those pans.
1: Uh, It's the roommate thing. Like, living with roommates, oh man, there has to be some type of rules that have to be set. And, you know, like what what becomes shared and what doesn't. I do not miss those days. I was just
0: going to say the same thing. I do
1: not miss those days at all. (laughs) No, 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 no. What I do miss is uh, playing Campy, Kira, because I only get to do it once a week. That's right. Today is a Flip It Friday. You're playing me and Campy, Logan, 603-749-0975. Give us a call right now if you think you can beat me. Up for grabs today. We have a pair of tickets to see Hank Williams Jr. I know you want them. It's a Friday. Get those calls in 603-749-0975. We play Can't Beat Logan in about 10 minutes on 97.5 WOKQ. Happy New Year. Is it time for a new look for the new year? Sure it is. 2024 brings thousands of dollars to your door from Cardi's Furniture and Mattresses in Seabrook. Picture this. You adding $2,024 worth of furniture to your home. It's a new year. So get a new look with Cardi's. Need a new sofa? Bam. Maybe a new dining room set? Boing! The kids need a new bedroom set? Bing, bang, boom. Win $2,024 in Cardi's credit for 2024. A new year. A new look. Just to win on the 97.5 WOKQ app. That's it. We'll pick a winner to get a new look for the new year. And cheers to 2024 with Cardi's Furniture and Mattresses on Route 1 in Seabrook at 97.5 WOKQ. He's down. Think you've got what it takes? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. Three, two, ready, Here we go. It's time to play Can't Be Kira on 97.5 WOKQ. Hey. Good morning, Jeff. You're on with Kieran Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. It's your lucky day. You're playing today, man. All right. Kick me out of <laughs> here. Let's get this thing going. All right, Logan, get on out of here. You got it, man.
0: All right. He is walking out, Jeff. It's just you and me. All right. All right. Question number one. First of all, today's theme, I got a theme of movies. So, um, question one. George Lucas originally wanted Tom Selleck to be Indiana Jones. And he would have been if he hadn't already signed a contract to do Magnum P.I. So who ended up being the star of Indiana Jones movies? Harrison Ford. All righty. Second question. The new Mean Girls movies is, movie is out 20 years after the original. Which actress was the original star of the original Mean Girls movie in 2004? And here's a little hint. She also starred in Freaky Friday and The Parent Trap.
7: Cindy Lohan.
0: All right. Third question. Finish the lyrics. This is Dylan Scott's new truck. I need one she ain't climbed up in that ain't played her favorite songs. Need some glass that ain't fogged up in.
7: One her bare feet ain't been
0: Alrighty, looks good. Ah, uh, if I could get Logan's attention here, he's on his phone in the other room. He's not even looking at me. Okay, he's coming back in. I think he's coming back in. Oh yeah, here no, he what is. Doing? <laughs> you weren't paying attention in there.
1: It was my solitude. I got some solidarity.
0: <laughs> is that what it is?
1: Oh, how did Jeff do? Jeff, how'd you do? I think I did pretty well.
0: All right, man, let's do it. All right, Logan, it's a movie theme today.
1: Okay, I like movies.
0: Yeah, I know you do. So, question one is: George Lucas originally wanted Tom Selleck to be Indiana Jones. And he would have been if he hadn't signed a contract to do Magnum PI. So, who ended up being the star of Indiana Jones movies?
1: Um, why do I want to say Harrison Ford? I don't know, but let's just go with the gut. Is it Harrison Ford? It is. Yeah, that's what it I is.
0: And Jeff got that right too. Well so done, Jeff. One to one. All right. Question two. The new Mean Girls movie is out. Oh boy! Twenty years after the original. Okay. Which actress was the star of the original Mean Girls? Oh,
1: easy, Lindsay Lohan.
0: Okay. I didn't even need to give you a hint. Good. I tried to make them easy today because I've been making them hard lately. Did Jeff get that? Jeff got it right. Let's jump, Jeff? Two to two. Finish the lyrics. Dylan Scott, new truck. I need one she ain't climbed up in that ain't played her favorite songs. Need some glass that we ain't fogged up.
1: Something about her bare feet.
5: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> Jeff got that right.
1: Putting her bare feet on. That something her like that. bare
0: feet ain't been on. All right. All, all right. right? I kind of feel like it was good. Uh, so I'll give it to you. Three to three. But a tie is as good as a win, Jeff. So that means give Logan the phrase of shame and maybe
1: you'll get to see Hank Williams, Jr. I am Jeff from Dover. Logan. No, you can't. But you can tie me, which means you can also get the tickets to see Hank Williams Jr. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thanks for waking up with Kira and Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny on 97.5 W. Okay, oh. Is it too early for you? Because I'll tell you the truth. A skinny Marg right now. Woo-hoo-hoo!
0: No, it, it does sound really good.
1: Oh, man. I would kill for some chips, queso, and a skinny Marg.
0: Come on. 8 o'clock in the morning.
1: Somebody's got to be able to bring us that. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, our address right now is <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, I digress. So, Ginny and I are in yet another debate. Um, I forgot what our first one earlier this week was. It was something to do with kissing. This one has nothing to do with kissing. It has to do with saving a parking spot. So, the snowstorm that we had on Sunday led to chaos and people forgetting what humanity is like. I'm seeing videos. This is on Monday after the snowstorm on Sunday. I'm seeing videos of people saving spots with like uh furniture and mm-hmm. pots and pans and people standing in the middle of Boston stopping traffic because they're waiting for a car to come around into a parking spot. And I said to Ginny, that is wild behavior. You cannot save a parking spot with a human. And Ginny said, well, yeah, you can. Why not? Because it's a parking spot for a car.
0: Well, you're going, going to have a car in there once the car pulls around. So... <sighs>
1: Oh, I got to take a deep breath with you. So, <laughs> it is unfathomable to me that somebody can save a parking spot with a human being. And what I mean by that is if I pull up to a parking spot and there's humans saving it, I I would get into an enormous argument with that person and say, beat it. I'm here first in a car. And you think that's completely fine, Jenny? I do because they were there first. I they,
0: mean, it's, it's like, I, I know, I know, I know. Okay. But here's the thing. You, it's every man for himself after a snowstorm. And for parking spots, especially in the city, any city. It could be Portland. It could be Portsmouth. Hell, it could be downtown Dover. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If you're like, I know in front of my where I'm living right now, parking spots are at a premium. So if I have somebody, if I'm lucky enough to have somebody who will save that spot for me, run out, save the spot and say, hey, sorry, this spot's spoken for.
1: But why that's, not? So in my eyes... That spot is not spoken for unless there's a car in it.
0: Okay, that's where you're wrong.
1: <laughs> okay, I have to work with Ginny every day, so I can't keep fighting with her. I need you to defend me. Or if you listening's on the, you know, you're on Ginny's side, give us a call, 603-749.
0: 5WOKQ, Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Our topic today is how do you feel about humans saving parking spots. Haven't seen it before? Well, we have.
1: Yeah. Basically, after the snowstorm on mon- on Sunday, I saw tons of videos of people saving parking spots in Boston and, and wherever there was a lot of snow, saving spots with other people and toasters and lawn chairs. And it drove me bonkers. I cannot even fathom saving a parking spot, which is designed for a car with a human being. Now, Ginny thinks it's fair game. You've done it, right?
0: I have, yeah, actually. Have you been the saver
1: of the spot or have you been the driver?
0: No, I've been the saver of the spot. And people get so mad, but it's like we're in competition here.
1: Understandably mad, by the way. They get understandably (laughs) mad. Jeannie and I are on opposite ends. Is it safe or allowed? Is is it okay to save a parking spot with another human being or are you a jerk for doing that? 603-749-0975. Good morning, Sarah. You're on with Kieran Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny.
0: Hey, Sarah. Hey, how are
1: you? Uh, good. How you doing?
0: Good. I would say that it is not okay to save a parking spot because where do you draw the line? Do you have somebody stand out there for you for a couple hours or all day long while
6: you're
1: at work? That's a really good question. Ginny, since you think this is OK behavior, how long is acceptable?
0: No, it's not acceptable that long. I mean, it's like just saving a spot while a car pulls around. But if you're out there for like 10, 15 minutes, that's ridiculous. I would agree with you all. Okay. But if it's just for uh, a few minutes, like maybe a couple minutes while the car has a chance to get to where the spot is, I'm cool with that.
1: What do you think about that, Sarah?
0: I-
6: Unfortunately, we don't have anybody regulating the
1: reasons, though. Yeah. Right. That's a a really good point. And you know what? I actually disagree with the time thing because let's say it's in a heavy populated area like Boston. If you're saving a spot and four cars go by that want that spot, you're a jerk. You know what I mean? Like those four cars got there first in their vehicle and they've earned that right to park there, but they can't because some jerk's holding a sign that says, I'm waiting for a car. Yeah. Okay. That's our take, right, Sarah? i would agree that's my girl (laughs) hey thanks so much for the call we love you thanks for waking up with kira and logan in the morning with the side of jenny have a
5: great weekend you too girl bye thanks
1: sarah you too (laughs) okay cute. logan and i just saw turkeys outside oh massive these were regular turkeys these were enormous turkeys i know
0: that was crazy anyway they're loving the weather too so here we go listen we are talking about having a human save save a parking spot Do you agree that that's okay, or do you disagree and say, "Uh uh-uh, you're a jerk if you do that?
1: WOKQ, who's this? Hi, this is Kelly. Hey, Kelly. So, is it fair to save a parking spot with a human being or not?
6: Um, It's so obnoxious to save a parking spot with a human being. I'm sorry, Jenny, but... I lived in Boston
0: for a long time, and that is just not
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that you said it's obnoxious. That's exactly the word I would choose.
0: I, I didn't say it wasn't. It wasn't obnoxious. It is obnoxious. Okay, I appreciate. <laughs> yes, it I is. appreciate
1: that you know it's obnoxious behavior. I don't appreciate that you do it anyway. But good <laughs> on you for recognizing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you lived in Boston. Yeah, That's definitely not it's not a good move. It's it
6: was bad enough when people would save spots with milk crates and. Metal folding chairs. But yes. Person, like no. <laughs> and they still do it. And they still do it. They do. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Wait,
1: riddle me That's this. Would you rather pull up to a parking spot with a human being in it, or like a toaster, micro, you know, like the, like an appliance?
6: Um, I love that people get creative with <laughs> appliances. Yeah, but. I wouldn't put it past me to just move the appliance and take the spot, so I'd rather have that than a person.
1: Okay, I would also do the exact same thing. Ginny, would you move a lawn chair or an appliance that's taking up a spot? Yeah,
0: I might. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the hypocritical <laughs> side comes well, out. Here's the thing, though. With, with, human, <laughs> he, with a human, you have the danger of like the inter- human interaction and the yelling and screaming and fighting, yeah. and it's just not worth it for me. It's like, I'm a little more
1: peaceful. WOKQ, who's this? This is Patricia. Hey, Patricia, you're on with Kira and Logan in the morning with side of Ginny. Yes. Hi,
0: Patricia. Well. Talk to to us. How are you? Good. Well, I used to live
6: in an apartment, and my mom and I used to go out and shovel our own spaces, and then
7: we'd shovel a guest space, and then we'd move our cars into that so that the normal space would be left for anybody else in our family that was coming but when you're on the road, I used to ride drive in uh, New York, and they had the cha- lawn chairs and all sorts of stupid stuff that they would put in the street, which is not fair. I'm sorry. I disagree.
1: I like it. Okay. I like that she said it's not fair because I agree with that. It's not. It's like if, you, if you, you only deserve the spot if you get there with the car.
0: Right. Life right. is not fair. And,
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> <Janae>! <laughs> <fair>. A jerky <laughs> response from a jerk who <laughs> saves a spot.
6: <laughs> yeah. And I say life
7: should be fair. And if people worked more to make it fair, it would be a better
2: world.
1: Wow. All right. Well,
2: I'm, I'm with you there, Patricia.
1: The hero, Patricia, strikes again. I 5
0: 97.5 WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. So our topic today is how do you feel about humans saving parking spots? Of course, the tribe always has an opinion and they wanted to chime in.
1: Can you save a parking spot with a human being? As in, you see that there's a spot available, you open the car door, you say, hubby, get out and stand in that spot. And cars come up and say, can I park there? And a human standing there. Cheryl, why are you so giggly?
2: I've done it. (laughs) okay it's a totally
4: resounding yes
1: yes it's acceptable totally you're a jerk next
4: (laughs) i'm with you logan i think it's a jerk move to do it i've already pulled halfway into the spot and you're standing four feet behind where i can see you get out let me park Cheryl wants won't to fight. I will be standing four feet behind. I won't be standing right out
2: there very prominently
1: saving the spot. <laughs> Cheryl, I have a question for you. Yes. If you're standing in a spot. Yes. And your ride is, you know, 10 cars back. Yes. And I'm the person who's about to pull in. Yes. What are you going to say to me?
2: I'm saving this spot. And
1: I say, you're a human. This is a parking spot, not a human spot. What Can do you say, say to that?
2: I'm saving this spot. The whole time? And I'm not moving. Really? Yeah.
1: What if I start beeping at you really loud?
2: I'll yell at you. Really? Logan, you don't scare me. Well, I know. You scare (laughs) me, if I'm being quite honest. But
1: But it's a parking spot, not a human spot. I just, I can't even fathom.
2: Parking spot is a parking spot. Correct. If I find a parking spot, ask my husband. I I will do anything for a parking spot. And I get the spots I want.
1: Yeah, I know. I can tell. (laughs) You are the worst. What do you think, Mick?
2: You, you know what? You drive with me, and when we need a parking spot,
3: you'll be very. You're happy. my you're gal. You're gonna hook me up. Yeah. Listen, when I'm
1: with you, you're on my side. I have no
3: shame on that.
1: What do you think, Meg?
3: I've never done that in my life, but I feel like it's shady, but <laughs> technically it's okay. Question mark. Well, I'm gonna
1: pick a side. Damn it!
3: I don't know. I'm I'm picking Cheryl's because she's looking side. real. Because Cheryl's like jumping up
4: and down like a school kid over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lydia, there. They're awful, right? Those are the worst human beings.
4: If there is a parking spot at the front of the store and I pull into the parking lot before you, it's my spot. It's mm-hmm. mine. I agree. I hate when people try and save parking spots with people. <laughs> like, I, if I could hit someone, I probably could. I probably oh,
0: would. <laughs> so I feel like it's two against two. I'm going to be the tiebreaker here. Sure. Got to side with Cheryl because yeah. I worked in Boston for years, and that's what we did. We do it. We When there's a lot of people around and parking spots are at a premium, you do what you have to do to get the best spot.
1: I have to tell you the truth. If Cheryl is in a parking spot that I'm trying to pull into, I no, I'm being genuine. I, of course, wouldn't run you over, but I would start pulling into that spot because a car versus a human. One of those things is going (laughs) to win that battle. And the truth is, if I can pull in, which as long as there's no car in the spot, I can pull in. I'm going to pull in. So
0: gonna be, so be a jerk
1: I'm not gonna be a jerk I'm gonna be the one parking in the damn parking spot the person standing the person standing in the spot's a Wait, jerk
0: so let's back up where's the car that we're waiting to park why isn't it right there
1: because there was traffic and and Cheryl was dropped off to run up ahead to grab the spot right Cheryl
2: yeah it could be that or I could could have been doing an errand in the street or I could be doing an errand and or my husband's you know, circling you know, to find a spot and then I find the spot. So I jump in the spot.
1: Or like there's a snowplow clearing okay. all the parking. Right. So everybody has to move and then come back.
2: But, you know, I have to give you this example. I went into Boston recently to a show and there was a metered parking spot. Now, I was in my car. I was driving. Okay. So I pulled up to back in. And the guy in back of me kept beeping and beeping and beeping. And I said, I was like, I'm getting in this spot. Right. I think the guy wanted that spot. So I just stopped and I wasn't moving because I said, that's my spot. I I was right there. It wasn't like I cut him off or any of that stuff. Not... Not a minute later, a police officer came up and he said to the guy, Move. That's her spot.
1: But so you were there first in a I car. I was. Keyword the... in a car.
2: I was yeah, I was in a car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that instance I was in a car.
1: I think I won that battle and the tribe has spoken. Coming up. Wait, with wait, the... wait, 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 <laughs> I just again <laughs> I just meant against Cheryl. Oh, okay. Her whole story, and then her story ends with yeah, I was in a car. It's like, well, that's what we're talking about, Cheryl. <laughs> oh right. man, the tribe kills me. Coming up with the Famous People Doing Stuff, our own Uncle Jelly. Yes, Jelly Roll spoke in front of Congress yesterday on a really important issue. I'll give you the lowdown down low in about 10 minutes on 975 WOKQ. It's time for Famous People Doing Stuff on 975 WOKQ. Famous People Doing Stuff is brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hooks, in New Hampshire.
5: Rolling down the road at ten after eleven tonight. We're gonna do vocals on the Mockingbird and the Crow, and that is the album title for my next album.
1: So, if you don't know, that is Hardy. Uh, he just released a short documentary called The uh, Mockingbird and the Crow, and it follows him from uh, location to location during his tour. And it's basically a behind the behind the scenes sneak peek at what it means to be an artist what he does in the clip you could hear him saying that he's driving it was 11 p.m. so he probably just finished a show and was going to another show um again that's called be- uh, excuse me it's called becoming the crow it's available everywhere it's only 22 minutes i will likely be watching that tonight
0: i think he's brilliant i really do
1: he's a cool dude mm-hmm. if you if you're not on board with hardy yet get on board he's a cool dude he's kind of like a I don't even want to compare him to an artist, but uh, like a jelly roll rock mixed with a Morgan Wallen party energy. He's just a great artist and a great guy as well. Yep. Um, What else do I have for you today? Sorry. Speaking of jelly roll, this is what I have for you. (laughs) Jelly roll went in front of Congress yesterday and spoke. I had no clue. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So this first clip is how he started uh, his speaking in front of Congress.
5: Forgive me, I'm a little nervous. I'm used to having a rock and roll band behind me when I have a microphone in front of me.
1: Also, I found out that his uh what is Do you know what his real name is? Jason DeFord? I didn't know that. <laughs> Jason. Jason. His real name is Jason DeFord. Anyway, he uh gives up a really heartbreaking yet serious st- statistic uh during his talk with Congress. Uh here it is.
5: During the time that I've been given to share my testimony here, I think it's important to note before I start that in these five minutes I'll be speaking that somebody in the United States will die of a drug overdose. And it is almost a 72% chance that during those five minutes it will be fentanyl related. So Jelly Roll was obviously Mm -hmm. speaking about
1: fentanyl to Congress uh, trying to pass a bill. He goes on to say, I encourage you all to not only pass the bill, but I encourage you to bring it up where it matters at the kitchen table. And, you know, he during his time, he spoke about many friends that he's lost uh, to the drug. And I like that he says he, you need to bring it up at the kitchen table, you know, saying this is a scary topic. Like many topics in the world, this is a scary topic, but it's one that needs to be brought up, not... Hid behind closed doors. Not let's sweep it under the rug. Not let's try to take care of it privately. Let's make it out and open. This is a serious, serious drug, and we all need to talk about it at the kitchen table.
0: Yeah, and good, good for him. Good for him for sticking good for him up, him right? For sticking
1: up, yeah. Jelly Roll just impresses me day after day with his work in the criminal system, speaking in front of Congress, just everything that he does. The five K before May, he's just an awesome guy. He's one of us. That's what I love about him. Yeah, that's exactly right. Kane Brown offering up a sneak peek at a new song. Here it is. Cause I'm wanting That's an unnamed song. I don't even know what it's about. I have to tell you the truth. But it's a Fresh Music Friday, so, you know, we're giving you all the clips. Uh, Tom Brady finally releasing a statement on Bill Belichick, who went had a press release yesterday at noon because he is leaving the Patriots. Uh, Tom goes on to say on Instagram, I could never have been the player I was without you, Coach Belichick. I'm forever grateful, and I wish you best of luck in wherever you choose next. Hmm. So who knows where Billy's going to go, but uh, everybody in New England saying goodbye to Bill Belichick the dynasty coach for the New England Patriots. Uh, Belichick actually had something hilarious. I don't know if you caught this, Jenny. He said before his media release, he said, I haven't seen this many cameras since we signed Tim Tebow. Ah. <laughs> which which is like a, a blast from the past because I even forgot that we I did too. signed Tim Tebow for a hot minute. Uh last but not least, it is NFL Wildcard weekend game start tomorrow at four thirty with the Browns and Texans. Following that, I think it's gonna be the game of the weekend, which is the Dolphins and the Chiefs. We'll see if Taylor Swift makes an appearance on the screen. I don't really care if she does. That's <laughs> all I got for the famous people doing stuff. I'm ninety seven five So Are you feeling, feeling good? good? Yeah, yeah. I'm on a Friday, da, da,
0: da, 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 fry. I call it a fried day. Yeah, it's been a long week.
1: <laughs> I got it. Hey, Ginny, happy Friday. Yay! I'm in a great mood. <laughs> not that Jenny's not in a good mood, but she was a yeah. It's a fried day. I'm like, fried <laughs> day. Oh, oh. You feeling fried? All right. Yeah, we'll, yeah. will yeah. get through
0: it. Kind of a long week, but I got a lot of good stuff to tell you about. Starting with Arlington, Massachusetts, right down the street from us, three teens: Sean Hogan, James Angel, and Rugved Parasak they were recognized for aiding a stranger in distress now we we've been talking about teens a lot lately and i love these stories because you know our teens are our future right true these guys were driving along and noticed a person in the car was in some kind of distress they stopped they realized something was wrong called 911 and stayed with the stranger until help arrived and Mm -hmm. then when the police came they helped the officers get the driver out of the car. Oh, really? So they didn't like just take off and say, okay, cool. They got it. Wow. No. So anyway, they were, they got commendations by the city of Arlington, Mass for kindness, compassion, helping a stranger in need, exemplifying good moral character. And Arlington police said they are so proud of them.
1: Shout out to those teens in Arlington. Isn't that cool? I it's love great. that.
0: So this is a great story about a family flying from Mexico to New Jersey. They were surprised by a kind stranger on their flight who actually crocheted their five-month-old daughter, Romy, a hat. Here's Romy's mom, Kelly Levine, and the woman who crocheted the hat, Megan Rubin, Talking about the cute experience, here's how it went down.
3: It was Romy's first flight. Ended up taking a liking to this woman next to us. The woman was crocheting, and Romy was just obsessed with it. I had the same color
6: yarn as her little outfit, and I was like, oh, my God. This baby is getting something.
3: I'm like, I did it. Here, hat. Let's see
2: if it's this baby.
6: And it did, and it was really sweet. It was just a nice moment. Wait a Ah, minute. Isn't
1: that cute? She crocheted a hat on the flight? Yeah. What the
0: heck? Well, she, it was kind of a long flight, Mexico to New Jersey, but she, yeah, but she probably had a,
1: it. Depends on what part of Mexico, but uh, but no, like she was probably crocheting for her. She was probably making a sweater for herself or something. She said, "Let yeah. me put that on pause and get this baby a hat." Yeah, isn't that the that's cutest? Cute. That's ever? cute.
0: I love it. And that's the good stuff on ninety-seven five WOKQ. Ninety-seven five WOKQ. Kira Logan in the morning with a side of Jenny. Good morning. Well, here's the deal. What's the deal? The deal is that we're going to take a couple of days off.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's going to start immediately after this so I can go grab that margarita. I said I was craving at like 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was about 8 a.m. and nobody brought us one, by the way. So uh, we're still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Time for compliments, take backs, and apologies brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hooksit, New Hampshire. Why are we so goofy on Fridays? I don't
1: know. Because it's Friday. Maybe. Like you said, Friday. day. Yes, it fried is. fried from the week.
0: Pride from the Week. I got to tell you, though, I got to give a compliment uh, to my sister from another mother.
1: Who's that? Sister from another mother. All right. Cool. <laughs> Who's
0: that? Cheryl, my fellow haizan. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Cheryl and I think a lot alike. And uh, today, I found myself on the opposite side of Logan and the, most of the rest of the tribe, except... Cheryl came through for me and she agreed with me about humans saving parking spots so and she was not bashful about it or shy she owned it
1: yeah she owns being a jerk
0: oh. <laughs> she I does. she doesn't hear that
1: no 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 I love Cheryl <laughs> but she she the thing with Cheryl is she, that I admire so much about her and, and people like this she has an opinion she doesn't care if it's the wrong opinion that's her opinion and that's it if you don't believe it or support it Screw you. That's it. I love that about you. Yep. And that's why I love her. Good compliment. My compliment today is going to be going to Jelly Roll. I had no clue that he was getting involved in, I don't even want to say politics as a broad sense, but for lack of better words, getting involved in political movements and speaking up for what he believes in, which he spoke in front of Congress last night about a bill regarding fentanyl in America. And here's what he had to say. He was very well-spoken, and uh, here's a clip from that.
5: During the time that I've been given to share my testimony here, I think it's important to note before I start that in these five minutes I'll be speaking that somebody in the United States will die of a drug overdose. And it is almost a 72% chance that during those five minutes it will be fentanyl-related.
1: Wow. That 15-second clip gave me goosebumps and Mm -hmm. shivers and, uh, you know, really grabbed my attention. I'm sure he grabbed a whole lot of people on Congress' uh, attention as well. Powerful. Compliments to you, Jelly, for sticking up for what you think is right.
0: Yeah, we appreciate you so much. And we appreciate you. Thanks for listening to Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. We'll have a a good weekend, won't we, all of us, together, and then we'll do it all over again Monday morning at 5.30 a.m. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny on 97.5 WOKQ. But don't forget... Who loves ya?